this way, nor shall you be the last. Well, Mr. Twain, what do you think of our America now? I think the Founding Fathers never dreamed of an America like this. Hello, my friend, and welcome to the WW Radio Show, your Walt Disney World information station. I'm your host, Lou Mangiello, and this is show number 493, and I'm here once again not only to help you have the best possible vacation experience, but I also want to bring you a little bit of Disney magic every week, not just with the podcast, but with videos, live broadcasts on Facebook every Wednesday night, my books, audio tours, special events, and more. You can find everything over at www.radio.com. So from its beginnings as the Empress Lily, the paddle wheel steamship docked on the shores of Lake Buena Vista in Disney Springs has been a unique dining destination. Recently, it reopened after a long refurbishment as Paddlefish, and this week, I invite you to join me at the table as we sample the menu from stem to stern from appetizers like tableside lobster guacamole, let that sink in, to desserts with candied bacon and almost everything in between. I'll then have the answer to our last Walt Disney World trivia question of the week and pose a new challenge for your chance to win a Disney prize package. Then stay tuned to the end of the show as I'll have a special offer just for you, some information about upcoming events, a few announcements, your voicemails, and more. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's episode of the WDW Radio Show. On May 1st, 1977, the landscape of Walt Disney World literally changed with the addition of a unique restaurant and dining experience. Back on in Lake Buena Vista Village, which would eventually become Pleasure Island and now Disney Springs, the Empress Lily, christened by Lillian Disney herself, opened along the waterways in an area that was originally once dedicated or was planned to be a New Orleans-themed hotel. But this restaurant changed names, it changed themes, but one thing has remained the same. It has always afforded some of the most unique and wonderful views of the waterside dining experiences anywhere in Walt Disney World. It has recently reopened as Paddlefish, and we're here. After sampling it a couple of times on a, on a few grand opening events, I am here for my first time with you, sitting right next to me, for our first live dining review. My menu is in front of me. I'm super excited, but I'm also joined around the table once again, not just by you, my extended family, but my immediate family as well. So I'd like to welcome back Deanna. How you doing? And Marion. Hi. Back once again, Nicholas Mangello. I'm ready to paddle that fish into my mouth. (laughs) 
He is clearly, you are without a doubt, uh, my son. So this is obviously your first time here as well. You sort of peeked your head in when I was here for a, uh, a media event. Obviously very jealous of the fact that um, I, was, I was dining and you guys weren't. But I know we have been excited to try this for the very first time. And clearly they knew that I was going to come here hungry because our server, Lewis, a fellow Lewis, is here to go over a little bit of the menu with us. I want to capture every little bit of it because I haven't even started to dig through it. But even just going like from the very first item down, I'm already excited. Absolutely. Welcome. My name is Lewis. Just going to talk a little bit about the menu for you, okay? As far as appetizers go, uh, a couple that I like to recommend... First one is our lobster corn dogs. We do five one-ounce skewers of Slipper Rock lobster tail that we just toss in a flour and a seasoned cornmeal. Then we'll flash fry them till they're golden brown and serve them with a sweet chili aioli dipping sauce. I was here for the. I came here for the. I came here for the media event, and I may or may not have had eleven of them that night. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm proud of it. I'm, all, I'm totally okay with it. Excellent. Another one I like to recommend uh, is, is uh, more for the family. It's our tableside lobster guacamole. We'll actually prepare it right here in front of you, and it's customizable. You can let us know if you'd like it mild, medium, or spicy. You know, uh, how much salt, uh, pepper, lime juice, cilantro, tomato you'd like in it. We'll mix it right here. We can make it creamy or chunky. Uh, And we serve it with corn tortilla chips that are tossed in a delicious seasoning called tahini. Highly recommended. Definitely enough for everyone to get a a good taste. Um, As far as entrees go couple personal favorites that I have uh, the fish and chips we toss Atlantic flounder in an IPA beer batter, highly recommended scallops as well, we do uh, dry pack scallops from New Bedford Massachusetts, and what we do is we pan sear them in a brown butter and we'll sit them on top of a cauliflower puree with crispy fried Brussels sprouts in between uh, for the crab and lobster, I just want to touch on that a little bit everything in the box at the top is simply steamed the portion size is going to be the same for all three. No matter what you're choosing, it's going to be a pound and a quarter. And then market price for king crab and the main lobster, which is a whole main lobster, is 65 For the snow, it's 37 Then at the bottom of the menu, we have a couple more options. Uh, for the seafood boil, which we make downstairs, highly recommend that as well. What it is is we have two giant kettles, and inside of them holds a broth of water, white wine, Old Bay seasoning, bay leaves, and lemon. Everything for the boils is cooked together. We actually wrap it all together in a net and drop it down into the broth. And then they're all served with corn on the cob, redskin potatoes, and, and our cornbread as well. Uh, for the sides, I'll mention they are family-style portions, so definitely meant to share. Uh, for the kids' menu, uh, our kids' fish today is going to be salmon. But any questions, please let me know. Um, and then if we flip on the reverse side of the menu, we do have our cocktails. Um, I'll quickly touch on a couple. If you were looking for something, you know, easy drinking, simple, we have our Captain Handsome. It's a Boyd and Blair vodka, a French raspberry liqueur, and uh, fresh raspberries shaken together. Uh, a new one that we have, very fantastic, is the Mayan Empress. Uh, it's, it's similar to a hurricane. Uh, we do Kirk and Sweeney rum, uh, Giffard passion fruit liqueur, fresh squeezed lemon. Uh, highly recommend that as well. For wines, uh, you know, if you were looking for something sweet, we have a delicious Moscato from Italy called La Spinetta. But then again, if you know, if you were looking for that classic Chardonnay, we have textbook out of Napa Valley. Any questions on that, just let me know as well. We definitely have a huge selection, uh, a huge selection by the bottle and glass as well, okay? 
as far as water goes, do we have a preference? Do we prefer tap water or bottled water? Tap school. Tap school? Okay. And then any questions? All right, man. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. Any questions at the moment? No. Not yet. Okay. Thank you. Thank you very much. So, you know, as he was going through it, I just noticed the smiles on everybody's faces. Wait, can I just tell you? Okay, we can tell. I know, you're hungry. He had me at guacamole. Well, that sounds amazing. Like we were all sort of nodding, like, stop talking, just start, you can just start bringing it out now. Um, (coughs) Without a doubt. And I had the table side lobster guacamole and the uh, lobster corn dogs when I was here for a preview event. I wasn't kidding when I said I had 11, and nobody was going to the lobster guacamole. I just felt like it was all there just for me. We love we love fresh guacamole. The fact that it's made fresh is awesome. Just so you know, that comes in at um, let me see. It serves it serves four, so it, it's thirty. So when you hear a price of thirty six dollars, remember that it serves four. So to make the anticipation for the meal even better, Chef Steven actually came over to our tables and already started telling us about some of his favorites, although he was interrupted multiple times by Deanna, who said, no, it's the lobster guacamole. It's the, the, lobster, um, the lobster corn dogs. But, Chef, there are – and to be clear, I think a lot of people here at Paddlefish, they think it's only a seafood restaurant. There are a number of items from the land as well. What are some of your personal favorites or ones that you recommend? Well, I grew up – uh, I grew up in New England in Massachusetts and moved here about 20 years ago, so I'm partial to uh, some of the things that come from the New England area. On our lunch menu, we've got a terrific uh, Maine lobster roll that people from Maine would be happy to, happy to eat. It's hard to find in Florida. We've also got uh, what I think is the best sandwich in Orlando, which is the Ipswich, uh, fried Ipswich clam roll. Which Wait a chef, best sandwich in Orlando, like... I'm, I'm here in the gauntlet being, I have to come back now for lunch. I'm so excited. Uh, but yeah, it's an Ipswich, an Ipswich clam that's flash fried, uh, beautifully rich and crispy that we do in a split, uh, a split top New England roll. It's a classic New England item. If you're from New England, you know what it is. Um, if you're not, it's something that you should learn about. Um, also, the New England boil is terrific. We've got Maine lobster that we do with uh, mussels and little neck clams and some uh, chorizo that's made in the town of Fall River, which is where I grew up. Yeah, there are so many different items on the menu. Look, the only reason why I bring my family is so I can order three to four different things and just have somebody to share with. Absolutely, you got to try, uh, got to try some different things, and certainly um, the lobster corn dog we were talking about a little while ago is is one of our most popular appetizers. The table side uh, lobster guacamole is a is a big win. It's a terrific interactive uh, experience. We do it do it table side and finish the, the classic guacamole with uh, with Maine lobster that's poached in our seafood boil. Gosh, I mean, you, I was just quickly counting. There's probably 15, 17 different starters and children raw seafood opp- opp- opportunities as well as. So, I mean, you can almost come in here with a group of friends and just order five, six, seven appetizers and just split and share amongst yourselves and probably still have a full meal just out of those. Absolutely. The starters um, are a lot of fun. And in fact, we were talking about the uh, rooftop deck. It's a terrific place to go if you just want to have a cocktail and maybe uh, a few light bites. It's a great place to sit, see the sunset um, and have a nice, uh, nice little little bite to eat. You mentioned chilled seafood. We have fresh oysters every day. Um, We've also got a seafood tower that's got king crab, tuna poke, crab ceviche. Um, Really had me a tuna poke. Okay, great. 
Um, yeah, the chill, uh, chilled seafood uh, items are um, are a lot of fun and a great great way to um, have a few different items, as you said. Excellent. We're going to do as much damage in one sitting as we can, Chef, and try and get a, um, a nice, well-rounded balance of some of the different items on the menu. So uh, we are super, we're super hungry, and we're super excited to dig in. Great. It's a, a pleasure to have you in the house. And um, as you mentioned, um, it's not just, just about seafood. We've got a terrific uh, pork chop and applesauce dish, which is a nice comfort item. If you're, uh, if you're not a fan of seafood, we've also got a beautiful New York... Uh, prime New York uh, strip and a uh, uh, filet mignon. So it's not not just sea- seafood. We've got something for everybody. Excellent. We are super excited. Chef, thank you so much for coming by. Really Pleasure appreciate it. Chef, thank, thank you. you. So much. Enjoy, enjoy your dinner. Thank you very I'll be back to check on you in a little bit. Thank you very much. Thank you. Wow. Exciting. Okay. So, all right. Now I'm really excited. Yeah. But I'm more confused than I was before because this is, it's a single page menu and I'll put pictures of the menu up on the show notes at www.radio.com, but it is extensive. I wasn't kidding when I said there's about 16 or 17 just different appetizer items. Obviously, we've already talked about the, lab, the table side lobster guacamole. We've got to do the lobster corn dogs, but there's also crab cakes, beef skewers, mussels in a curry broth with cilantro and grilled bread, charred octopus, calamari, crab, fr- wait, crab fries, bacon and egg, fried green tomatoes, Ahi pokey, shrimp cocktail, crab ceviche, the tower, market fresh oysters, and then clam chowder and conch chowder. Why don't we place? Why don't we place an order for appetizers now? We'll do all the appetizers. All the appetizers. All the appetizers and all the raw stuff. Yeah. You need, so, Mary, yeah, as you need to right, my need to The first thing you need to go get is a job. Yeah. Just give us the whole menu. It's all, <laughs> it all looks so good. You just need to give us. It, all. it does look good. All right. So. so let's, Let's let's not hold Lewis up here and okay. let him know what. Which and Lewis, what she means by that is, I'm really hungry and we need to order something fast. So I think we have to do tableside guacamole no without doubt. a doubt. Okay. I am going to eat all the lobster corn dogs, but I will tell you how good they are. Lovely. Do you want to get? What do you think? Do you want to do crab fries? Crab fries? Yeah. What do you think, Lewis? Crab fries? Absolutely. Yeah, you dig it. All right. Yo, you love the you like to dip the bread in the mussels. If we get four appetizers, that's a lot. Yeah, this will definitely no one's going to leave hungry for sure. All right, why don't we just we have any? All right, why don't we get? Why don't we start with those three and then see how we do from there? Okay, that's okay. Lots of guacamole, lots of corn dogs, and crab fries. Yes, please. Okay. Awesome. I'll get those working right away. Any uh, anything else at the moment? Do you guys want anything to drink? Do you want any sort of? So I saw on the back there was a non-alcoholic special. Nicholas, did you, did you hear what your mother just did? What? When I pulled the microphone away, she goes, Lewis, we'll also have the crab ceviche. <laughs> like you're telling him, like, I'm not going to find out when it comes to the table. <laughs> All right, so Nicholas, what, what did you say? On the back they have non-alcoholic drinks? They have one non-alcoholic drink. Everything else is alcoholic. So you guys can deal with the whole rest of the menu. And all so do you have any, in terms of um, non-alcoholic drinks, do you have anything... We have, uh, I mean, we can do a Shirley Temple. We have apple juice, orange juice. Shirley Temple, please. Nicholas, I think you should get the Captain Handsome. I mean, it's named I mean, after you. Why wouldn't it? It's Boyden Bear Vodka, fresh raspberries. God, I can't see anymore. Frambois and thyme. Oh, that sounds nice. It's sixteen dollars. Mary, what would you like? Water. Mrs. Handsome. I'm also just going to stick with water and lemon. Thank you. I'll get that. Excellent, thank you. thank you. 
So I just want to add, the, there is a wonderful kids' menu that they have here. Um, my kids, as you know, love to eat, and they, they love to try new things. But um, their appetizers, they do have a nice offering. They have a kid salad. They have a, a fruit cup and a cup of soup. And the entrees are a little bit different than what you're probably used to at some of these, um, you know, Disney Springs restaurants. They have filet skewers, which Nicholas, with mashed potatoes and green beans, which looks delicious. A grilled chicken, chicken fingers, shrimp pasta, a hot dog, a burger, snow crab, and they also have a fish of the day. So it's really amazing, and I love how they have these wonderful, fresh, clean things for your kids to eat, which is so important, I think, today's day and age. And I'm happy that you did that because they brought out fresh, warm bread. I don't know what sort of little magic is in that butter. It's, it's like a sweet. Butter. What is it? I think it's brown shed honey. It's like a. It, that's oh, boy, don't it, listen. Don't get sucked in by all the bread. I know. Actually, you know what? Eat all the bread you want because that'll be more of the regular food for me. More corn dogs for us. Exactly. All right. Let's sort of talk about some of the other other items that are on the menu from the port on the seafood side. They have scallops and a brown butter cauliflower puree, crispy Brussels sprouts, and bacon. Oh and every God. I've had those are so we might have to get scallops. They have a beer battered fish and chips, a salmon uh, with spring vegetables and couscous, a swordfish with mussels, coconut milk, crab broth, tomatoes, peppers, and ginger. That sounds really nice too. Swordfish when it's cooked right is so good. Striped bass. I'm getting there. Slow down. I'm getting there. You, man, you're hungry. We have a mahi mahi with a macadamia nut crust, red curry crab fried. Oh my gosh, red curry crab fried rice, catfish, shrimp and grits, linguine and clams, which you know is a favorite of mine, jambalaya, and chapino, which is shrimp, little neck clams, mussels, octopus, seasonal fish, and crab in a tomato broth. They all run in. All the entrees run between about 25 to a high of about 35. The macadamia is uh, comes in at about 38. So, guys, as you're looking through the entrees, what are some of the things? What's the one thing that really sort of jumps out to you? The jambalaya looks very, very good. That a boy. That's perfect. So I really was... I loved how the chef explained the scallops and how they were prepared. Um... And they're on a cauliflower puree, which I think is going to be delicious. And I'm, I can't wait to try those crispy Brussels sprouts. They're one of my favorite things, especially if they're if they're uh, prepared correctly. When they're they get that wonderful sear on the outside, and they're crunchy. I know I am hungry. The other thing I wanted to bring um, bring attention to is the um, the shrimp and grits. I mean, that sounds lovely too. It's almost probably a little bit on the spicier side, but it looks delicious. Okay, so I have my eye on the boils, the seafood boils, because I love, like, all the different types of um, seafood. They have, you can actually build your own, but you can also do one of the specialty boils, which is, like, already kind of, like, made for you. But, uh, yeah, it looks absolutely delicious. And you can, so there's the cracker, which is Cedar Key Little Necks, mussels, Gulf of Mexico shrimp, and... I'm trying not to butcher this. Chirico? Chirico? Chirico. And that's $45. But then there's the Low Country Boil, 
which is snow crab, Gulf of Mexico shrimp, and chorico. I have no idea what that is. Um, and it's $49. The New England is Maine lobster, little necks, mussels, and chorico, which is $67. Alas- and the Alaska is Dutch Harbor king and queen crab legs, which is $70. And then south of the border is peel and eat shrimp and tyene, which is 26 And then uh, you can build your own with the king with the king and queen crab, clams and mussels, or the gulf shrimp, um, or lobster. So, which of those, which of the one entrees did you, do you think that you want? You want to, do you want to do a boil? You're going to eat all that, all what? I mean, <laughs> I, really? You think I'm the only one that's going to be eating this? Wow. Um, so, I wonder, do we need to get four, I mean, it sounds like so much food. No, we can do We can do jambalaya. This is <laughs> so let's do the scallops. Let's do the jambalaya, right? Nicholas, you want to do jambalaya? Uh, yeah. Awesome. And a- one more thing I have to add about this menu is it's all, only on one page, but it's so big, and they have all this different stuff. They have octopus. They have all different types. But wait a minute, and we're not even done yet because listen to the sides. And they say to share. I think to share is optional. Crispy Brussels sprouts, asparagus, edamame smoked bacon succotash. Done. You guys don't even know the thuffer and the succotash, but because you're too young for that. So I'm pronouncing it wrong. Mac schwa. I, I assume it's some sort of version of mac and cheese. Although they have a mac and cheese as well. Blistered green beans with ginger. Skin-on fries, sweet potato fries, and red bliss fries. Red bliss potatoes. All right, so this is what we're going to do. We're going to do scallops. No, wait, wait. We're going to do scallops, jambalaya, a boil, and we'll get a couple of sides. And I think that will be way more than enough. I'm all in. I'm going to paddle this fish right in. I wish we were doing this live because I would almost invite somebody to come in because there's no way we're going to finish all this food. Although, we're hungry. We're all kind of hungry, so... And they also have salads and stuff too, but let's not waste our time on the salad side. They have a a green salad, a Caesar salad, and a wheat berry salad. Um, I mean, there's a lot. I mean, I like, look, we love obviously picking and sharing. I think one night I want to come here, maybe with you, my friend, a listener, get a group of us to come here late one night, sit upstairs, sit outside, share a few starters, and uh, share some of the chilled and raw seafood. Because that is just the way I enjoy doing this. Look, we have a beautiful window side view of the water. And that's one thing I want to touch on, too. In terms of location, 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 we'll go upstairs, we'll go outside. But this has, obviously it hasn't changed its location, but the feel of this restaurant is so different from what the Empress Lily was. It was designed as a sort of turn-of-the-century paddle wheel steamer. There used to, originally there was the working paddle wheel at the back of the boat. They took it away. They brought the paddle wheel back. But it's three decks. And if you go back, and I'll link in the show notes, I did a full history of the Empress, Empress Lily. This was the location of the very first character meal ever in Walt Disney World. There was a character breakfast here. But there was three decks. There was an Empress deck. Um, I think there was the, the captain's deck. And there was a number of different rooms. But you see here... They have really sort of gutted it, and it has a much cleaner, much more modern, upscale feel. But it's not cold. It's still very 
comfortable. There's a variety of different rooms, which I think all have a little bit of a slightly different atmosphere. So if you go towards the front of the ship, you can go and stand or sit outside. There's a beautiful, I mean, the, the views here are spectacular. You can go, there's a bar behind us, a little bit more casual in there. There's a private dining room if you want to have a private event. But there's, you know, so many different locations on the three decks, as well as being able to just go sit outside. I was out, you came and you saw me when I was here at the event. They have comfortable chairs, they have popcorn lights, and they have live music. And I think this is one of the locations that really does so well in terms of taking advantage of the space and the views in 360 degrees. But that being said, it's all about the food, glorious food, and Lewis, my friend, we are re- we think we have it down. We think we know what we're ready to do. Absolutely. And you can tell us. These are just uh, plates here for the guacamole. Awesome, thank you. Oh, I almost forgot about the guacamole. So I was just saying, I think one thing that, you know, you can come here as a family or a group of friends and do and just get a bunch of starters and a bunch of appetizers to split, but we have to. We've well, got to. If you did want to do that, uh, perfect place. Uh, get an awesome view. It's the third deck. Uh, it's, it's almost, you know, like a relaxing, you know, almost like a vacation away from home. Have a nice cocktail, uh, sip, see, see over the water, you know, see a nice... It's almost always a beautiful sunset as long as the weather holds up. And I was saying, you're, you're one of the locations that really takes advantage of full 360 degrees views, whether you're overlooking Disney Springs, whether you're overlooking the water. It's gorgeous upstairs. We'll take a walk up th- upstairs when we're done. But in terms of entrees, I think this is how we're going to tackle it. And you can let me know what you think. We're going to have the scallops, please. A jambalaya. Marion, which was the boil that you wanted to do? A low country boil. And then we're also... Can you tell us the difference between the mac and cheese and the mac schwa? I knew I pronounced it wrong. Absolutely. Mac chou is just... uh, It's completely different. It's just a a Louisiana side dish of of slow simmered corn, uh, cream, peppers, and onions. It's almost like a cream corn, but, you know, it's not... Visually, it doesn't look like cream corn, but that's what it's most comparable to. All right, so in terms of your favorite sides, I was thinking Brussels sprouts and what's better, the bacon succotash or the skin on fries? No, oh, oh, sorry. Blistered green beans or succotash? I prefer the succotash. All right, we'll do a succotash and a Brussels sprouts, please. And an order of stretchy pants. And yeah, we're going to need <laughs> Excellent. We're excited. Yes. I just want to double check. We have the scallops, jambalaya, low country boil, uh, the edamame succotash, and the Brussels sprouts. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> and, and probably a doggy bag and a, and a, 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 a moo-moo for me to wear on the way home. A man-moo. A moo-man. <laughs> And you know, we say all the time, as locals, and hopefully if you're listening, maybe you are going to be a soon-to-be local, all the cool kids are doing it, (coughs) Disney Springs really for us is almost like the fifth park. We really come here as locals more than we go to the theme parks, especially like in the summer when it's hot and it's crowded. And I think one of the things that Disney Springs affords us is a place to just get together with family or friends. There's so many different variety of places 
that we love to go eat. And I think, look, Paddlefish reminds me a lot of places like the Boathouse, where you can go inside, you can have a, as fancy or a formal of a meal as you like, but you can also go outside, sit by the water, grab some friends, have, whether it's a cocktail or appetizers, and share it. And I think that's one of the things that's really helping to finally make this area, you know, when it was Pleasure Island, I said it really didn't know what its identity is. I think it really has sort of found um, it, its feel and its footprint. I really like coming here, especially with my friends, because sometimes, you know, they don't have a Disney pass, but they kind of want the Disney experience. Or even if they don't, they kind of just want to walk around and shop and go to a restaurant. I think this is the perfect place to go on a weekend or after school. We come here so often, it's almost like we live here. And I'm not ashamed of it. I love it. So, uh, Nicholas, I'm going to hear your opinion because I think what I think what that's a testament to is that this is a place that kids want to come and hang out, which when it was Pleasure Island, it really wasn't like that as much. I think it's a lot more of a family-friendly experience, and a lot of the restaurants are so good. And that you, like Marion said, you it could be as fancy as a meal as you want or as casual as a meal as you want. You can come here and have a full-fledged meal or just go bring some friends, get some appetizers, walk around, and go shop. So Hector just came over with his marble top trolley and his giant mortar and pestle creating the fresh avocado, the lobster guacamole table side where he gives you the option to put in however much or little you want of uh, some of the di- different sort of accoutrements. So Hector, what, are, what again are the options that you can put into the guacamole? We have uh, jalapenos, diced red tomatoes, cilantro, salt, and red onions. Excellent. It looks, first of all, it, it looks, looks beautiful. It's huge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we really are going to need some additional friends um, no to come into. All right, Mary says no, we won't. I, uh, I'll post a little quick video I did of him making. Oh my. oh, my. All right, wait a minute. We have Hector. to take a picture. Hector, that's. Thank you for coming. Thank you. I want to say it's so beautiful, I almost don't want to eat it, but yeah. that's, that's a lie I, because I really want to eat it. So, little chef. So I see Hector. Uh, Hector has taken uh, taken good care of you with uh, lobster guacamole on the table. We got a little crab ceviche. The crab fries are a great a great item to fry. That's a uh, pardon me a great item to share. It's a terrific uh, terrific choice for the table. And of course, you can't go wrong with the lobster corn dogs. And look, we eat with our eyes first. I mean, the presentation Amazing. is beautiful. That is a huge portion of lobster guacamole and a mound of fries. I mean, we can almost. I, you can, this is a, almost a meal in and of itself, but nothing will uh, nothing will go to waste. So I hope you, I hope you enjoy it all. Thank you so much, Chef. Really appreciate it. Nicholas, you've already started digging into what my favorite thing was when I came here was the lobster, uh, the lobster corn dog. It is so good, and the crunchiness gives it the right amount of texture, and the lobster inside is so tender. That's the important thing, right? It's, you know, lobster. Yeah. It's so good, and it's it's a really good lobster. It's yeah. a New England lobster, and it's not a heavy fry, too, right? It's not like it's it's greasy. Like you can even see when you picked it up off the napkin, there's not a lot of grease or anything underneath. It's not even that much of like a a thick, greasy, crispy crust. It's a very light fried 
crust, but the inside lobster is so tender and buttery and flavorful. And there's like a, there's a, there's a remoulade with it, right? Yeah. You don't even need to dip it there's in the There's a remoulade. sauce, yeah. You, you don't even need the sauce. And there's a, a grilled lemon and like some slaw. Um, wow. There's only one wow. more, and uh, we've kind of devoured these. Uh, might need to get some more of these. <laughs> Do you see why I had 11 of these? Mm-hmm. I mean, they were walking around with them. I just mm-hmm. felt bad for... Right, you, she's eating so much again. <laughs> I just had to go back to these. They're so good. They're mm-hmm. so, the texture is so perfect. The combination of the crunch with that texture. Lobster. The texture mm. is so, like, so lightly... It's so lightly fried that you don't... It's not oily or greasy at all or offensive. And, the and there's not... The, the fry is very thin. And the other thing, too, and hopefully they'll come through in the photos, they're huge. I mean, the skewers are probably seven, eight inches long, and probably five inches of it is covered in lobster. I mean, they're big, meaty pieces of lobster. It's not like you're getting, like, just little slivers. I mean... That right there could almost be an entree. That's how much you get in it. Do you see why I haven't had 11? Don't judge. So I'd like to move on, though, to the crab ceviche. Oh, we haven't even gotten to that. Oh, it is so delicious. It is so light, and and it has this perfect, um, perfect amount of lime. And it comes with, you don't even need to eat it with the chips. It is so good and light and refreshing. So it's su- and there's such a big portion here. Everyone will be able to have some. Oh. So I didn't have that last time I was here. You're right. There's a giant mm. boat full, and I'll post photos of all these in the show notes. You're right. You almost don't need, you don't need to have chip. it with the chip. No. You just eat it off the fork. Mm-hmm. What I love about ceviche and, and to use that word refreshing again is that exactly it's what it is. There's nothing heavy about it at all because it's actually the the, the marinade. In the juices is what sort of cooks it, but it's a cold dish. If you've never had ceviche before, that is phenomenal. This crab is fully cooked. The crab is fully cooked. So this ceviche is a little bit different than the normal. Right, but it cooks in the juices. That's that's actually how it's actually how it's that the ceviche is made. It is so light and refre- and refreshing. This will be perfect, like for a lunch, like a very light yeah. lunch in like the middle of the day when it when the sun is beating down on you. Sitting upstairs outside, outside with that. Like that? Oh. that could be an entree. That is so good. Wait a minute. I can't believe that there's still a lobster corn dog left. Is there, are you, when are you going to eat that? Because if not... You know, dare I say, I might like it better than the corn dog. It is so wow. Yeah. So, wait a minute. There's a so there's a corn dog down, Nicholas. That's all you. That corn dog has your name. No. So wait a minute. You guys like the ceviche is almost gone. ceviche is delicious. If you guys don't want the corn dog, I'm going for it. Let's go right to such good and delicious. One word. Guacamole. And three syllables. Guacamole. Uh, that's actually four syllables. <laughs> yeah, but that's okay. It is so good. The lobster adds such a nice t- touch to it that I would never even think of putting lobster in it. I love the fact that you guys are distracted and gave me the last lobster corn dog because that is so good. So tell me about, Mary, tell me about the, the guacamole. Mm-hmm. 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 
guacamole is so good. The lobster goes in it perfectly. And all the lime and the cilantro, everything goes together. And they give you a basket of house-made um, red, yellow, and blue tortilla chips. And again, to be clear, every little bit of the guacamole has some lobster in it. You're not digging through this bowl to try and find lobster. And the chips actually have this like seasoning or something on them. It's almost like a chili lime. It's very, very good. I really, really like it. It's delicious. For the crab ceviche, because I have to say, it is so delicious and light. That with the guacamole, and you can call it a day for me. So, so good. It was perfect, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. I agree. We haven't even touched the crab fries yet. I have. Oh, you have? No They're worry. good? I have. They are delicious. Okay. I think they actually, they have some sort of sauce. I'm not sure if it's the same that we got with the lobster, but whatever it is, it's delicious. It looks like it's uh, Yeah, it, it has some chives on top or like some green onions. It has, I think it's, I think it is that, that same sauce, the same sauce that came with the the lobster um, with a healthy, healthy, healthy amount yeah. of crab on yeah. top. Like, perfect amount. Every say, fry, you right. can get something. I would say there's a generous heaping portion of lump crab meat, so every single person that's zinging in there is getting some crab on their fries. And it almost might not sound like the two go together, mm-hmm. but it's, um, there's a, the, the saltiness and the sweetness together of the remoulade sauce, the fries are. That's really. See, now this right here, I could. this could yeah, be my meal. This, me too. I could do all this because look at how much lobster guac. Look at all the lobster in the lobster guacamole. Look at all the ceviche. Like, this is phenomenal. So, all right, even though we're still eating, which of these was your favorite? The guac, by far. I love the guac. It was so good. The lobster complimented like the texture of the guac perfectly. It's going to be really funny when we have guacamole and chips at home and it doesn't go, um, where's the lobster? Mm-hmm. You know, when we get it from Publix, it doesn't actually have lobster in it. Mary, what was your favorite? I do have to say the guac and the ceviche might have to be tied yeah. because the cevi- I'm a big fruits and veggie fan. So whatever you want to call it, a fruit, a vegetable, it has fairly nice-sized cherry tomatoes in there, and it just gives it such such a fresh feeling and such a fresh taste. It also comes with lime, in case you want more lime on top, but it is so, so good, excuse me. It's so good, and the, the guacamole, you'd be surprised how much lobster is in there and how much they give you to share like like if you're one of those people that like scoops all that guacamole i i know you i am you um then this is for you because you can have like it's it's it serves for and uh we eat a lot and uh we're not done with it so yeah you get a lot yeah i'd have to say what do i dare say the ceviche i mean it's a it is a close tie for me but it is so delicious, and the portion is so is heaping that I'm go. It's, it teeters between both the guacamole and the ceviche for me. 
so I was convinced. <clears throat> I was like, wait till these guys try the lobster corn dog. They're going to want to just order them over and over again. But you almost forgot how good it was because of the other stuff that... Look, we almost... you know Don't forget the crab fries, too. But I think if I had to put them... Man, in order... I, I do love those lobster corn dogs. But I will tell you, the lobster guac yeah. is probably the best guacamole that I've had. And they can heat it up. They can spice it up as much or as little mm-hmm. as you want. We went very mild. They actually, when the cart comes <laughs> over, <laughs> when the cart comes over, it they he shows you all of the different add-ins that you can have, and you can tell him, no, I would like some more of that, or no, I won't want any of that. Um, and you know, you can make it more spicy with the jalapeno, or you can do none at all. We, I have a very low tolerance for spice, so. Um, but if you like spicy, then this this could be perfect because you have a lot of spice and a lot of flavor. So wait a minute. Take a second and have a couple of those crab fries and tell me those are not phenomenal. They're so good in the crab. You may think, oh, crab and fries? How does that go together? It's like nice. It's comfort food, isn't it? Yeah. It's so good. It rests in your belly so good and then it'll make you feel good after. The other thing, too, is that delicious ramulade they put on it. It just adds enough enough seasoning to it. And you know, I mean, you if you got all the same ones that we did, you'll have extra to put on the next one. So the ramulade comes with a lobster corn dog. If you don't dip it in, you pour more over the crab fries. The ceviche comes with more chips because, let, let's be real here, you don't need a chip for this ceviche, and you definitely will need a chip, or, you know, just just use the ladle that they give you um, for the guacamole, so you'll have extra chips, and then, you know, it, everything just goes full circle. You have extra of everything for every each thing. There you go. And we should be clear, and I'll post in photos, the portion sizes are large. You know, sometimes you get concerned, especially things at a certain price point, the only thing that we finished was the lobster corn dogs, thank you, Lou Mangiello, and you guys devoured the ceviche. There's still a ton of guacamole left, and there is there's a, a massive portion. Yeah, and I've been. You know what? I, I might move the fries up a little bit. What? Yeah. Well, you know me. I, I love French fries. I would honestly. I might go. I might go gua. Oh, you put them above corn dog. Oh. Don't get me wrong. The corn dogs are delicious, but like. All these. I, I know, but it's lobster on a stick, and it's fr- Would I would would I possibly? I might guac, corn dog, crab fry ceviche. I know. I'm so confused. I can't decide. I love you all equally, like my children. I love you all equally. Ceviche and and um, guac are tied. Then I'd say crab fries. Then dare I say the corn? Dog? No, 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 no. That's that's just crazy talk. That's just crazy. You're just you're caught up in the moment. You're caught up in the moment. But one final thought, Nicholas, because we need to. I need to keep eating. So my list would be guac, um, crab fries, corn dogs, and then ceviche. Let me try the guac again, just to be sure. Yep, I'm sure. These are these are delicious. Oh, and the chips. 
Nice and salty, too. <laughs> sort of chili lime seasoning on them, or is that just me? I think that they do. Maybe, maybe those don't. Maybe these ones just do. I don't know. I don't know, but they're they're wonderful, and that they're the they're, the thickness is just right, so you can sort of dig it in and scoop up a lot, and it doesn't break the chip. So we, we all agree, lobster guacamole is first. Okay, it doesn't break the chip unless you're like me. And you do it so that there's a one to three ratio, one being the chip, three being the guac. Out of way, kiddo. All right, we're going to keep digging in on this, and then don't forget, we still have appetizers to devour. I'm sorry, we still have entrees to do. And then I guess we're going to have to probably save a little bit of room for desserts. Because I've had the desserts here, and I know you guys are sweet eaters. A little? Uh, no, 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 no. We need to save, like, a lot. <laughs> you had an opportunity to taste yet, have you? Not yet. Okay, well, it looks like you've got the, uh, the, seared, the seared sea scallops. got a beautiful golden, golden sear on them. We're serving that up with some crispy Brussels sprouts and a nice, luxurious uh, cauliflower puree. You've got the jambalaya with some smoked sausage, shrimp. Um, and uh, and chicken in there, a little crawfish, crawfish tail, uh, the crispy Brussels sprouts with uh, uh, slab bacon and uh, parmesan, and you got something from the seafood boil, some beautiful snow crab, corn from the Plant City Farmers Market, uh, some nice red potatoes, and uh, some some cornbread there, and um, I hope everything looks looks terrific to you. I haven't had a chance. Chef, to it smells phenomenal. Like the presentation is beautiful. But I can smell this. I'm sitting right in front of the scallops and the Brussels sprouts, and it's beautiful to look at. But it smells incredible. Well, great, and uh, and also I'm glad you chose something from the from the seafood boil. It's a new element to the kitchen here at Paddlefish. Um, uh, we've got two 60 gallon kettles that we fire up every day uh, with some Old Bay seasoning, lemon, garlic, sea salt, um, some some bay leaf, and you get some nice aromatic. Um, component into into everything that we um, that we put into that seafood boil. So um, it looks like everything is steaming hot for uh, for you here and ready to go. So I'll let you take a bite uh, before it uh, before it cools off. Thanks so much, Chef. Really appreciate you coming over. So as he was talking, I, I, I mean, I was smiling because again, you could just smell how aromatic everything is. The presentation is gorgeous, and again too. The portion sizes, Marion, that is that that boil is monstrous. So there's a giant uh, crab in there. There's potatoes. Oh my gosh! Wait till you taste that cauliflower puree is decadent. The believe it or not, the scallops. The scallops, the way they're presented, it's beautiful. They come on this long flat plate over a bed of the cauliflower puree with the Brussels sprouts. I'm so excited to dig in. And scallops, again, is the one thing that really needs to be cooked oh just the right way. Wait until you taste that. So I put my fork into it, and it just, it literally melts apart. Oh, my gosh. It cooked perfectly. Mm. So good, like butter. It's, it's buttery. Mm. It. Hey, guys, do you hear that? It's the sound of the angel singing of that <laughs> boiled. The cornbread, the the cornbread is amazing with a little bit of the broth if you dip it. Look at these Brussels sprouts. And when you hear that it was served with bacon, it's not served with just little, you know, bacon bits. Oh, look at that. Look at that nice little 
sear and crispness on, crispness on it, crispness on it, the shave. Mm. Oh, the shape. Mm. The shaved Parmesan Reggiano is nice, thick pieces of Parmesan mm. right over the top. Delicious. Guys, you love Brussels sprouts. Mm. Man, you eat them like they're candy. They're sweet, mm-hmm. but they have that nice char on the outside. Mm-hmm. You get a little bit of the bacon and the the, the, the shaved, the sharp, uh, the sharpness of the Parmesan. Mm. I can. This is these. I have to get back to the scallops. Right? Mm-hmm. These are excellent. Mm. How are you guys doing on that crab over there? Oh my god! Look at this. It is so tender and. Wait a minute. Bring that. Bring that piece of crab over here a little bit closer. Let me just get a close. Oh. No. Not happen, but there is definitely some to share, definitely. And it's simmering in that broth as well too, right? Oh my gosh, it's delicious! We haven't even touched the jambalaya yet. These scallops are phenomenal. These scallops are excellent. They give you half of a crab, a whole half of a crab, and it's. You have like thirty potatoes in there. The scallops oh are gosh, out of sight, out man. Out of sight. And the, even the succotash. Oh, I haven't even tried the succotash yet. The, I mean, that, delicious. Yeah. Mm. Perfect. And the clarified butter uh, is normally not presented with our seafood boil. But I know, personally, I got to have butter with my crab, so I just brought yeah. some out for you. Awesome, Louis. Thank you Thank so you much. Butterberry. What? Butter? Oh, you almost don't need it. Like, I'm going back to the scallops again. You put them in your mouth, and they literally melt in your mouth that you almost don't have to chew it. Do you, want to, you guys want to try a scallop? Um, I'm no. crab right now. That's fine, because there's not going to be any scallops left. No? Please let me know if there's anything else. Thank you, Liz. Thank you so much. But the, the, and the crab, too, comes with... The um, it comes with Brussels sprouts too, so. No, the scallops. I'm sorry, the, the scallops come with the Brussels sprouts. Please. Um, I know, kind of like the main event in the boil is the, the crab, but the corn and the potatoes, and they give you two nice pieces of cornbread and a half of like a sausage, wow, and some shrimp in there too. Oh my God! Look at the shrimp. It. Amazing. Delicious. So I didn't even see you have one, two, three, four large shrimp, a gigantic piece of sausage. If somebody can cut me a piece of that sausage, I would love to try that. But while you're doing that, that's just so I can distract you from the jambalaya. So the jambalaya comes in a cast iron skillet. You can see the pieces of seafood. Nicholas, hold on. I'll get it and I'll put some in your dish for you. I don't think I can go on... I, I don't think I can stop talking about this crab. It is some of the most tender, uh, buttery crab I've ever had. Dad, I'll give me a piece. Hold on. Mm. It's cooked to perfection. That's why, too. It's cooked to One more little tip. It comes with two pieces of amazing cornbread. When you dip it in that broth, it's the perfect combination of salty and sweet. It's an epic flavor festival. Oh, and that crab, is speaking of sweet, that crab is very tender, very sweet. It's not called chorizo, but it's like a chorizo, that Portuguese sausage in there. You can see when you cut it open, that red color. It's got some spice and, and some heat to it. it. looks like it's similar to what is in 
what looks like about nine pounds of jambalaya. I, I love New Orleans food. So, mm. I'm still eating the Brussels sprouts over here because when they're charred perfectly, they have this caramelization on them. There's, it's so good. Mm. The Try the jambalaya. It has just enough of a heat to give it. Nicholas, you like a little bit of heat? Try the jambalaya. I am, and that is so good. <laughs> the rice and the shrimp and the sausage, it's perfect. And again, there's, there's a lot of, it's not all filler in rice. There's a lot of sausage. There's a lot of shrimp. I mean, there's whole, there's whole shrimp in here, crawfish. But that has just enough of a little bit of a kick to it to give it a nice extension of flavor. And then that sausage right next has a little bit of a uh, little bit of spice to it as well. I love that you guys are going on and on about all this other food, so I can eat all. We're, this we're distracted from your crab. Hey, hey, my crab, my crab, my crab. Hey, hey, look, they're fighting over the crab. To be clear, again, like that jambalaya, that's not for one person. No way. There's no way. I mean, I. Two, maybe three people. You can get a couple people. Easy. We did a very smart thing. Not getting, we could have even have done without the additional side dishes too because there's so much. I know, but I'm gonna eat this last piece of scallop. Yeah. Marion, Nicholas, you guys don't want a piece of scallop? I could swim in the broth that is Yeah. Scallops going once, going twice. So that scallop is so good. You guys are all missing out. That is a, um, it's sweet, buttery. And literally, I just put it in my mouth and didn't chew, and it just sort of melted and fell apart. And you're so right. They have to be cooked perfectly, and they are cooked absolutely perfectly. Because you worry sometimes when you see a larger scallop that it's not going to be not that it's going to be, uh, it's gonna be Well, not that it's going to be sweet or sandy, but that it's going to be chewy yeah. because it's not cooked right. I think the scallop might be my favorite. The scallop's my favorite. You want, want to have this crab heart? The scallop and the Brussels sprouts. The scallop and the Brussels sprouts. I'm in with Big Daddy. And I'm going to be eating that jambalaya for like the next week yep. for tomorrow's lunch or with Netflix tonight. So I, you could easily, easily share this boil with another one or two people, right? It's insane. I think the boil is for two. Yeah. I think the jambalaya is easily for two. two. The and scallops is for one. And the, and the sides the are huge. Are I'll post pictures of it in the show notes. Nicholas, what did you... You like a little bit of heat right there, right? Yeah, that <laughs> heat like counters the saltiness and the savoriness. Perfection. Yeah. Even to the, the sausage in the jambalaya, the shrimp in the jambalaya... It's cooked perfectly. Perfectly. Now I need a nap. You guys didn't even touch the succotash, too. So good. Starting to get filled up. Marion, you did really good. Man, you also have one, two, three. There's five whole potatoes in there and four more shrimp, too. And I already ate one. I'm actually pretty impressed. You know it's good when, when Marion eats it. Yeah. Okay. When, Right here. So, I don't know about the rest of you, 
but I don't know that I could even think about dessert. But we might have to just take one for the team and try it. There are seven different items on the dessert menu. There's a brownie milkshake that has chocolate ganache, caramel popcorn and whipped cream, a flourless chocolate cake with mascarpone and raspberry coulis, or as Giada says, mascarpone. There's a chocolate bourbon pecan tart with a bourbon ganache, candied bacon, sea salt, and a vanilla whipped cream. That might be the play right there. Never mind. A charred chocolate cake, white chocolate and cream cheese mousse, fried carrots, caramel, shortbread crumble and vanilla, a strawberry shortcake, a key lime pie, and pecan chicory espresso martini. Not for you kids. So when you see that dessert menu, boys and girls, is there anyone that jumps out at you? Um, So my favorite dessert of all time is strawberry shortcake because it's sweet like me and it's just and yeah like a lemon sponge cake buttercream and berries just sounds amazing all right what about you shortcake well i mean if i wasn't as full as i am i would go for the brownie milkshake but i am stuffed like stuffed stuff i just ate half of a crab like pat on the back to myself so was there one that jumped out at you that you wanted the brownie milkshake i'm a carrot cake girl so i think i'm gonna go i want to go lewis what do you suggest in terms of we're not listen we are so fat and so full but if you had to select one for us to share what would it be probably the chocolate bourbon pecan tart that one by far is my personal favorite. Yeah. Yeah, my son loves it as well. Um, brownie milkshake's another fan favorite, but that one's harder to split. Yeah. yeah. I, I I will go because look, we've had carrot cake before, we've done strawberry shortcake before. The chocolate bur- bourbon pecan tart sounds like it's something unique and interesting, yeah? Yeah. One pecan tart and four forks, please. Thank you. So, wait, don't get your grubby spoon out of that. This, again, served in sort of a small, round, cast iron skillet. This is the pecan, bourbon, chocolate, bacon. What, what's Lewis? What's it? Help us out, man. It's our chocolate bourbon pecan tart. Uh, and it's got a bourbon ganache inside with pecans, uh, vanilla whipped cream, and we do a, a little sea salt and a piece of candied noosk bacon on top. As if bacon wasn't good enough on its own. You collectively were like, there was an oh my gosh in the background. Ladies, Marion, you're the sweet eater of the house, so I'm going to go to you first. As the sweet connoisseur of the whole Mangello household, I uh, deem this... Uh, oh my God, it's so good. It's Okay, imagine like a chocolate lava cake on the bottom. With literally four inches of whipped cream, like not even joking, four inches of whipped cream, like tall, um, with, I think this is cinnamon sugar and then some pecans on there. Oh my gosh, it looks like a chocolate cake. And then a full strip, I mean a full strip of candied bacon that I am going to try right now. Oh my gosh. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. That is candied right there. Crunchy. Salty, sweet, it's perfect. It's not obnoxiously sweet. It's not overly sweet. That's exactly what I was going to say. When it first came out, I'm like, yikes. It looks like a giant pile of whipped cream and like super sweet chocolate on the bottom. Not at all. 
there's a balance between the chocolate and the nuttiness of the pecans. Look at that. And the homemade it's rich. on top is How, How's the bacon? Who, who tasted the bacon? Of course, Marion. It's really crispy. As I said, crunchy, salty, sweet. I mean, give me that. I have to just... How can I not try it? <laughs> As if somebody's like, you know, we need to make bacon better. What can we do to make... I know. Let's candy it. Nicholas, you got to try that. It's almost like candied... It's almost just like plain salty. There's almost no sweetness to it, which I actually really like. Um, you get the sweetness, the initial taste of sweetness, and then you sort of get that that rich... Oh, you, okay. Yeah. So I want to add, if you add salt to something sweet, it makes it sweeter. So they look at me like I'm crazy when I put salt on my chocolate chip cookies or when I add extra salt when I make them from scratch. I promise. Try it out. It, it helps. So I do like that the bacon, it's pretty salty. Like, really, it's pretty salty. But it is so perfect on top of this because this is... It's sweet. It's, it is pretty sweet. But... Um, I think the bitterness of the chocolate on the bottom. Give me my moment to shine, okay? This is the dessert. This is my my time. <laughs> my time. And I'm looking at the whipped cream. Really our time, and Mr. it's <laughs> and it's literally like I thought that maybe it's it like would be. Inches. It's like four inches, but there's no like cake in between. It's just pure whipped cream, like nothing but the good stuff's on inside. The yeah, good stuff on the is on the bottom, and it's very crunchy with all the pecans in there. So, I'm not a sugared bacon kind of guy, and usually just like, I like salty bacon, I don't like sweet bacon. But that's some really good candied bacon. I'm usually just like, alright, get to the point, I want some salty good bacon. That bacon, you get a little bit of sweetness and then pop right back to saltiness. It is such good candied bacon. But it's, you know, the, the bacon is not the star of that show, it's, it's almost... A decorative accoutrement, as it were. Marin, you're still going strong. This is this is right in your wheelhouse. Well, because she's a sweet eater. This is my moment. This, this is, is your moment. moment. This is make it shine, honey. As, as they used to say in Victorious, go make it shine. I don't, again, I don't know how a single human being is supposed to eat all that by him or herself. Uh, okay, let me be real here. I do love my sweets. But sometimes you just got to have a little bit of it. And I'm very not proud of myself right now. I am so full. I just ate half of a crab, probably three potatoes, half of a piece of corn. And, okay, bye. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, it's, you almost don't want to leave it. But there's, again, I don't know how that's supposed to be for a single person. So I think a takeaway is that be aware of the portion sizes here. And that they are large. I mean, there's definitely a lot to... Um, there's definitely enough to share. We saw that. I think your boil is shareable. That jambalaya is easily shareable. I probably would not share the scallops if I didn't have to, if I wasn't doing the review. That was enough. I think there was five or so scallops on there with the Brussels sprouts. With the Brussels sprouts. Um, but I think the, the sides are very, very shareable. And as are the appetizers. And I think... That's one of the things I really enjoy, maybe, is coming here, getting a bunch of different appetizers, a couple of entrees. We haven't even gotten a chance. Maybe before we go, we'll go upstairs, outside onto that third deck where there's live. We will waddle our way. Thank God there's an elevator. 
We will waddle our way up to the third floor because it's a beautiful night in Disney Springs, overlooking the water. There's live music, the popcorn lights, there's comfortable uh, outdoor chairs, and you can really sit around that third deck in, um, in, the, in forward and aft on the boat. So there's a lot of just places that you can go with a small group of family or friends. Look, I think as a whole, in summation, Paddlefish is another sort of star in the Disney Springs lineup. It's another reason to come, to come back, to make a special trip here. Um, if you're looking for a dining experience outside the parks and even resorts, this is one of the places that's helping to really give Disney Springs its definition. It's another great option, whether you are a seafood person or whether... We didn't even get to try anything like uh, the steaks or anything, but, I mean, jambalaya is probably not something that you would have imagined coming to Paddlefish. Uh, going around the horn, ladies first, and Nicholas, any final thoughts? I am filled to the brim. You can roll me out of here. It was an excellent, excellent meal. I would suggest that you absolutely share. The atmosphere is wonderful. The but you're, you feel full, but not this. Because to be clear, there's a difference between full and being like, I feel gross. No, like going to Taco Bell and feeling full, you're like, oi, I want to shoot myself for doing that. But leaving here, it's a satisfied full. Of course it is, because the food is delicious. Okay, this is what I would like to compare it to. I came here skinny like a french fry. I leave stuffed like a baked potato. The end. All right, I think all the people that are listening need to paddle your fish over here and get some good food at the Paddlefish Boat Restaurant. At the Paddlefish. You paddle in, you waddle out. (laughs) You swim in. So I want to thank you guys for again joining me and sharing this meal. I want to thank Lewis, our wonderful server, chef, for coming out. Lewis, you were wonderful. Really appreciate it. We will certainly be back, and certainly um, we give it four thumbs up from the uh, from the Mangello family. I want to know from you, the listener, have you tried the really, literally, the new paddlefish? This is not your dad's Empress Lily anymore. If so, I'd love for you to leave your feedback, your comments at facebook.com slash Radio. Better yet, call the voicemail. Call it from Paddlefish, 407-900-9391. We're going to go and take a little lap up on the third deck, check out some of the live music. I want to thank you guys again for joining us around the table, and uh, we will see you at our next meal. Bye. I need a, I need a nap. I'm going to I'm not going to paddle. I need, I need a nap. I need a nap. Yeah, that's all you need here. Time for our Walt Disney World Trivia Question of the Week, where I invite you to test your knowledge of Walt Disney World's history or see how well you pay attention to the details, sometimes in what you see, sometimes in what you hear. If you think you know the answer, you can enter via our online form for a chance to win a Disney prize package. Before we get to this week's question, we're going to go back, review last week's, and select our winner. So last week, since we were talking about the Haunted Mansion, your question for the trivia contest was about it as well. But this time, you had to look or listen somewhere else to find the answer. Because in Walt Disney World, according to the Liberty Bell Riverboat Spiel, why is the Haunted Mansion haunted? 
And first, let me thank the hundreds of you who entered, got this one correct, thanks to the many others of you who got it wrong but were very creative in your answers. But if you listen carefully the next time or the first time that you ride the Liberty Bell Riverboat, you'll hear just before you return to port in Liberty Square, the leadsman calls out one more time, and as the Liberty Bell passes the Haunted Mansion, Sam Clemens informs you that the rumor is that the Haunted Mansion is haunted because it was built on Indian burial ground. And now the mansion is filled with 999 spirits, but he doubts that's the story and thinks that the folks that told him that late night tale are the ones that are filled with 100 proof spirits. See what he did there? Anyway, I took all of the correct entries, randomly selected one, and again, you were playing for the 102 Ways to Save Money for an At Walt Disney World book, all seven of my virtual audio walking tours of the Magic Kingdom, which you can find, by the way, on sale this week at www.radio.com. A WW Radio Magic Band cover, stickers, and the new, not available in stores, WDW Radio pop socket for your phone. And last week's winner, randomly selected, is Lana Dreyer. So, Lana, congratulations. I have your shipping address because you entered via the online form. If you played last week and didn't win, that's okay, because here's your next chance to enter in this week's Walt Disney World Trivia Challenge. So, this week's question takes us from Liberty Square to New Fantasyland, specifically. Under the Sea, Journey of the Little Mermaid. Because in the interactive queue, you'll find an audio animatronic figure. All I need you to do is identify what is the name of the audio animatronic figure you can find in the inter interactive scavenger hunt laden queue for New Fantasyland's Under the Sea, Journey of the Little Mermaid. You have until Sunday, August 27th to go to www.radio.com, click on this week's podcast, use the form there. Again, you're playing for the book, all seven audio tours, a magic band cover, stickers, and a pop socket. So good luck and have fun. That's going to do it for this week's show. Thank you again so much for taking the time to tune in this and every week. I know and understand and appreciate that your time is your most valuable commodity. And the fact that you spend and share some of it with me means more than you know as a very small way of saying thank you to you and to celebrate the 10-year anniversary of WW Radio. Everything in the WW Radio store, all seven of my virtual audio tours and my 102 ways to save money for an at Walt Disney World book are on sale. They're all just $10 each this week only. If you go to www.radio.com, you can find and instantly download them right there. Again, $10 for 10 years just as a very small way of saying thank you to you. You can also find a link there to our logo shop where you can get WW Radio and other Walt Disney World and Disney-related T-shirts, hats, hoodies, sweatshirts. Again, just by visiting www.radio.com and clicking on the shop link there. I hope you enjoyed this week's show. If you've been to Paddlefish, I'd love to hear your thoughts and comments and a little review. You can go to the show notes at www.radio.com. Leave your comments there on Facebook or call the voicemail at 407-900-9391. Let me hear what you think of Paddlefish or just say hello from the parks, ask a question, leave a comment about this or any other show. If you have a question you want me to answer on the show, you can email me, lou at www.radio.com. Be sure and like the Facebook page at facebook.com slash www.radio. Turn on notifications as I often go live. In addition to the Wednesday night shows, 7.30 p.m. Eastern every Wednesday, I also go live oftentimes from the parks. So please be sure to like and share the page and this podcast on Facebook and turn on notifications as well. You can also connect with me on social. I am at Lou Mangiello on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, Pinterest, and LinkedIn. 
I also want to say a quick thanks once again to all the members, new and long time, of the WDW Radio Nation family. Thanks to all of you for the love and the friendship and the support you continue to extend to me each and every month, including some day one members like Chuck Zitta, Beatrice Feeney, Karen Ezel, Barbara Hartman, Elizabeth Marsh, Amy Peterson, and Jennifer Kaufman. I appreciate you and every one of you that is part of the nation. And if you want to not only help the show continue to go and grow, but also get exclusive rewards every month, like scavenger hunts, we have a private Facebook group, personalized magic band covers, logo gear, t-shirts, backpacks, monthly care packages from Walt Disney World, exclusive live video group calls every month and more, you can visit www.radio.com support. And don't forget that a portion of your proceeds do go to the Make-A-Wish Foundation of America through our Dream Team project. Stay tuned for details about our next Meet of the Month in Walt Disney World because as much as I love connecting with you guys and communicating with you online and via the live broadcast on Wednesday, nothing beats a handshake and a hug. Thanks to everybody again who came out to Epcot last month. Next month is going to be a little tricky because I am going on our Adventures by Disney to Shanghai, but I'm possibly looking at September 9th because it's Food and Wine Festival, of course. So maybe we'll meet up uh, on, on Saturday, September 9th in Epcot the best way to find out is make sure, again, you like the Facebook page, check the events tab there, not only about our Meet of the Month, but upcoming group events like our Cruise to Alaska in 2018, a few other events that I'm getting ready to announce as well. You can also be part of the WW Radio running team, whether you participate in, run, walk, walk, jog, or just cheer at any of the Run Disney events, you can join the team by visiting www.run.com. I also do other meetups on the road as I travel to speak at conferences and schools, I'm getting ready to announce one, possibly for October in the Midwest uh, or the Far West, if I can <laughs> if I can sneak that one in as well. And if I can maybe come to speak to your business, to your school, or at your event, you can visit LouMangelo.com. More importantly, if I can help you individually turn that thing that you love into that thing that you do with one-on-one mentoring or small group coaching or my momentum event this october 14th through the 16th in walt disney world i'm about to announce the full slate of speakers in addition to lee cockrell the former vice president of walt disney world and duncan wardle the former vice president of creativity and innovation for the entire walt disney company and other like-minded entrepreneurs who for two days of presentations and more importantly interactive intimate workshops are going to really help make a real difference to help get you from where you are to where you want to be there are now only seven spots left and there is only one spot left for our tuesday mastermind again for more information visit lumangelo.com thanks as always to mouse fan travel my official and recommended travel provider whether you're going to world land adventures by disney disney cruise line or anywhere on the planet they can give you the best possible prices all available discounts all at no cost to you over at mousefantravel.com and visit Celebrations Press to subscribe to Celebrations Magazine. And finally, thank you so very much for the love and the support. And as always, my friend, and you are my friend, whether we have met yet or not, all I ask is that if you like the show, please help spread the word. Let others know about it. Tweet out that you're listening to this week's episode. Share it with your friends on Facebook, on your favorite Facebook page or group. And please take 30 seconds just to review the show in iTunes Thanks to you, we have more than 1,300 five-star reviews. We hit number two overall on iTunes not too long ago. I want to thank some recent reviewers like 
DJNRGSO says, this is just magic wherever you go. Lou's awesome. Thank you. Just subscribe and ride along. Softball Girl 55 says, love the show. If you're a Disney fan, you need to listen to this program. And Charles 111111 says, outstanding show. Lou has brought more than a podcast to iTunes. He's really developed a family of Disney fans through all kinds of weekly content here on iTunes and elsewhere. Beyond the content, he truly will do anything to help you build a brand and chase a dream any way he can. Great show, but even better community. Glad to be a part of it for so many years now. Keep up the great work. Uh, Charles, Softball Girl, DJNDRJSO, thank you and everybody else so very much. If you visit www.radio.com slash iTunes, it'll give you a link directly to how and where you can leave your review. And finally, once again, my sincerest and most humble thanks to you uh, for allowing me to do what I do, for sharing it with you. And if there's some way that I can help you sort of pursue that passion, take that first or that next step, please let me know. Because the cost of not following your heart and not following your dream is spending the rest of your life wishing that you had. Take those first steps and always keep moving forward. I hope that this is your best week ever. So until next time, see ya. Hey, Lou, this is Mark Thompson from Buford, Georgia. Um, some of my takeaways that I enjoyed about B23, one of them was definitely the Star Wars resort. I thought that was just absolutely brilliant. And the very first thing I thought of when they when they mentioned it was your idea about the all-day pirate adventure, you know, how they could set, set something up that's maybe, you know, on another end of the property or may, maybe out near the coast in Tampa or something like that where a guest would experience being a pirate all day, every day. And they seem to have applied that to Star Wars and put it in the package of the resort. And I think that'll just be absolutely stunning. And it's gonna, I'm sure it's going to be very expensive, but I'm, I'm really excited to see how that turns out. And if it works, it'll be one big, giant experiment. And if it works, I'm sure they'll apply it to other types of things, just like pirates or, any, or Toy Story or who knows what. So I mean, that's going to be cool. The other thing that I liked was the Mission Space restaurant. Um, I, I see this as sort of a testing ground for Star Wars, um, you know, putting up the the, the windows, windows, if you will, into space and make, making that effect perfected. Um, and the other thing I like about the restaurant is it's going to come out just around the same time where U.S. starts their manned missions again out at NASA. Uh, and they're going to launch the, the Orion ships and uh, SpaceX and all that. So the, the, the two things will be sort of in coincident with each other, and I don't know if they planned that, but it'll just end up that way. And, you know, there's a whole generation of kids out there that have never experienced the space shuttle era before, and they're going to be thrown into U.S. manned missions. There's going to be a lot of excitement around that, and Disney will be well-prepared to, um, to share in that enjoyment, especially with this restaurant and new, new stuff going on in mission space. So those are my favorite takeaways with U23. Hi, Lou. This is Amanda Riles. Um, I was calling in reference to episode, four, um, episode 491, the collectibles episode. Um, one of the things that I collect is figural popcorn buckets. Um, I have the Light Up Zero bucket, Vampire Mickey, the Cinderella's coach, Mickey Santa, a couple of others. Um, I've even got some from Disneyland Paris. Um, but I also collect kind of one-of-a-kind items, cast member exclusive, stuff like that. Um, my most recent acquisition I got at a flea market in, I think, Winter Park, and it's 
a construction helmet from the it's a, it's a hard hat from the construction of Disney World. And the woman who gave it to the guy who sold it to me had two, her own and her father's, and she remembers her father taking her to work one day and driving her across the Seven Seas Lagoon before they filled it up with water. She remembers sitting in the golf cart going across the lake. Um, so, yeah, that's that's my favorite. Um, it says I think it says Buena Vista Construction Company on the side or something like that, uh, 1971. And it's super awesome and my favorite. So I love collecting things like that. Um, Thanks for listening. Thanks for all the podcasts and all that good stuff. Thanks, Lou. Hello, Lou Mangiello. It's Charlene Yegi from West Seneca, New York, and I am so excited for you guys. You're almost going to be at 25 days. We are at 20 days to go to Disneyland. Shanghai is going to be phenomenal. I cannot wait to hear about all of the attractions that are different from the ones in Disney World and Disneyland, California, and DCA, because there look like there are some definite changes in those attractions than the ones in the world of Disneyland. So I'd like a full report, please, if you wouldn't mind, on Tron and Marvel and soaring around the horizon, everything, all the differences that you can find, okay? Have a wonderful, safe weekend, everyone. Stay positive, love, and hugs. Hi, Lou. This is uh, Matt Walkler from uh, Houston, Pennsylvania, and uh, I was calling in reference to uh, show number 491, uh, the collectibles. Uh, I collect anything from Disney Antiques, to uh, recent memorabilia, theme park maps, uh, pins, you name it, I collect it. Um, we went to uh, the theme parks in June and really enjoyed it and got to ride the uh, last, the great movie ride for the last time. And um, my two, two kids really enjoy going there. And uh, keep up the good work and uh, hope to see you soon. Thanks. Bye-bye. <laughs> Yeah, fist bump. Fist bump is not in my fighting database. No, this this isn't a fighting thing. It's what people do sometimes when they're excited or pumped up. La 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 la.